Good afternoon, everybody. Minister D'Aguilar, we're, uh, we're live on, uh, on Facebook now. Um, we, we really appreciate you taking the time to, to join us today on our, our series of uh, Facebook Lives that we're doing with Travel Pulse Canada, keeping, keeping the Canadian travel trade and, and travel advisors uh, throughout North America up to speed. So thanks very much for joining us today. How are you? Doing great. It's a beautiful, sunny, crystal clear day in Nassau, Bahamas. Uh, uh, okay. Wonderfully Don't looking for the return of our, of our foreign visitors with eagerness yeah. uh, to enjoy some of this beautiful weather down here today. Yeah, yeah. you're rubbing it in now because the weather in <laughs> Toronto is not is not so welcoming. I'll tell you, it, it hasn't. It spring has even spring hasn't arrived yet, so we're having a, a tough go. Um, we, we do. We really appreciate you taking the time to join us today because we know you're you're busy. You've got Parliament going on. You've, you've stepped out, so that that means a lot to uh, to us and obviously everybody that's watching and the, all the travel advisors that we've got uh, out participating. So, um, I guess the the first thing. So we've spoken with the Minister of, um, Simmons and uh, from Barbados and Bartlett from Jamaica, and we have uh, Minister of Saint Lucia coming on and lots of senior execs and, and dignitaries, just to get a a take on the effects of the COVID virus on destinations and just get their, their perspective on things. And one of the questions we opened with is how are things on the island? You know, I mean, you're, you're a collection of islands, obviously, but uh, in general terms, you know, the, just how, how are things in terms of the, the virus itself, the cases that have been reported, any fatalities, not that, those sort of things. How are things looking? Um, so we have a, a, a small number of cases, um, uh, COVID cases in, in the country um, um, that have resulted in approximately uh, 11 deaths. So it is um, somewhat under control um, and we are pleased with the progress of, of containing the virus and the spread of it. You know, the Bahamas, of course, is an archipelagic nation. So we are made up of many islands, 700 islands. Um, and we like to group it into to 16 different destinations. And uh, other outside of three of them, Nassau, Grand Bahama, and Bimini, the rest of them are COVID-free. Okay. So a lot of the islands in the Bahamas have completely had no cases at all, hmm. um, which, is, which, is, which is very important. And we're trying to contain it to uh, the small number of cases that we have to, the, to, to, to those islands which have a, the population, and B, the, uh, um, the healthcare facilities to, to mm -hmm. deal with it. Mm -hmm. So I, I, just as an aside, have, has, has inter-island travel been restricted? Oh, yes, everything. We've, we've, we've stopped the movement, uh, first of all, of anyone into the country. You can go no one in. And certainly uh, within the country, we don't want you moving around and uh, uh, contributing to community spread, certainly within the islands. Of course, the more remote the islands become, the, raw, the more rudimentary uh, uh, is the, uh, the uh, medical facilities. Mm -hmm. So we want to ensure that our, 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 what we call our family islands, our out islands, those outlying islands, yeah. are get no cases. Uh, yeah. Because it becomes just that much more complicated from a medical standpoint. And I, I've traveled to the Bahamas many times. I've traveled extensively through the Bahamas. It's uh, I just it's one of my one of my many favorite destinations that I have. But I really enjoyed the time I've had down there. I've got a lot of friends down there, and and I, I struggle, as I said, with, uh, with 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 Minister Simmons and Bartlett and so on. And I struggle with trying to get my head around how 
the beautiful people of the islands in the Caribbean and their spirit, uh, you know, where they're outgoing and their whole livelihood and their way of life has been hospitality for so many years, and how their mental health is in, in dealing with the confinement and lack of intera- interaction with international and arrivals and that sort of thing. So I'm just curious what your take on the, the mental health or how locals are dealing with, with that, with that uh, interaction not being there. So, you know, we're one of the most tourism-dependent countries in the world. Um, just over 40% of our GDP is generated from tourism. Wow. Um, 50, 50% of direct employment is attributable to tourism. And when you add in indirect employment, it goes out, goes up to between 60 and 70%. So we're very dependent on tourism. Mm-hmm. And the fact that last year, record-breaking year, 7.2 million foreign visitors came to our country, and that has now gone down to zero. Yeah. So the economic impact of this is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, um, you know, it's causing um, untold stress on persons that had jobs mm-hmm. that have no job. And, um, uh, you know, people are having to shelter in place. And then on top of that, you put on top of that the lockdown of the domestic economy. And, uh, you know, as a politician, you're always trying to ride that fine line of taking care of the economy and ensuring that your the health of your people are protected. Mm-hmm. So is it causing stress? Absolutely. Are people stressed out? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, are people worried? Absolutely. Um, this is unprecedented, uh, certainly not in my lifetime, and I'm 55 years old. Have we seen anything like this? And um, everybody is, um, you know, anxious to get on the other side to establish protocols which allow for travel to come back yep. and for people to begin to, cover, begin to visit the Bahamas once again because so many people in this country are dependent on yeah. foreign visitors coming to our country and taking in and enjoying the beautiful attributes that we have. So yeah. um, we're all sitting on the edge of our seat waiting to get on the other side of this. What about, what about hospitality workers specifically, like the people that are working at hotels or transfer companies? Because they, that's like, you know, that really is an addiction. You know, you're in this business and it's in your blood. So, so to have that pulled away from you, that must be a real struggle. How are they coping? Um, you know, I think we're probably at the beginning of this. Mm. So we're probably a month in um, and they've been without a job or all of our major resorts have closed their doors um, and, and, and furloughed all of their people. Um, so, you know, they're all, I, I can only imagine devastated by it. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, 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 you know, just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just the, the, the shock of it, you know, January, February, you're doing quite well. And yeah. then March, round, and it's gone from, the equivalent of 7.2 million a year down to zero. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, the men, you, you ask about the mental health. I can only imagine that it's, it's causing untold stress. Where am I going to feed my family? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to, you know, all of the, the issues that you in the developed countries are experiencing. Um, um, but understanding the fact that we are probably one of the most tourism dependent countries on the planet. So this mm-hmm. is, this is devastating uh, our economy and we are more anxious than ever to get on the other side of this yeah. so we can uh, open the economy back up and, and, and allow people to 
people to come and visit us. And, and you know, a lot of these countries, you know, Canada, the United States, uh, are, are being impacted enormously uh, economically. So yeah. the question then arises, how fast and when are people yeah. going to start to come back? And so that's a that's a nice segue into into the next topic here from from uh, and that wasn't even planned, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, how, what's what is your what's the emergence uh, strategy look like? Do you have do you have one, uh, or is, do you have just the foundation of uh, of an emergence strategy? Because you know everybody else seems to have a different. Um, take on how things may look or may not look dates are obviously unknowns but do you have the foundation of of an emergent strategy that that you're working on within the within the ministry uh i guess things like you know testing would you test arrivals or would you test you know just all those things where where are you at with that well the first thing to recognize is 82 percent of our foreign visitors come from the united states and another seven percent from canada yeah so Almost 90% of all of our foreign visitors come from those two countries. Mm -hmm. So we have to first wait for them to get on the other side of this. Mm -hmm. uh, in Canada, you're probably still experiencing lockdowns in a number of states. And of course, the largest source of our foreign visitors is New York, mm -hmm. New, York mm -hmm. New York, and Florida. Um, but they come from all states in the United States. So, so yeah. we have to sort of wait for the United States to get on the other side of this, um, not only to stop the lockdown and open up, but to get people re-employed. So uh, they have a, a large amount of people that are unemployed, GDP gone down significantly. So I don't, I don't think people are going to have in their mind, even on the other side of this right away, they want to go on vacation. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's how do we um, attract uh, those persons to our country? And there are two, two considerations. The first is, how do we um, attract people to our country? Mm-hmm give them uh, the feeling, genuinely, that this is a safe country to visit. Mm -hmm. And secondly, and more important as a politician, how do we assure our people that when the foreign visitors come here, they're not going to make them sick? Mm -hmm. So we're looking at all of the protocols. We're learning from other destinations. You know, you only have to go on the internet and see what Singapore is doing and yeah. Dubai are doing and what these countries are doing. Are they testing people before they come? Are they, uh, um, um, how are they getting people into their airports, into a taxi, to a hotel safely? How are they rolling out uh, social distancing? How, you know, tourism is a contact sport. And so there's a lot yeah. of closeness involved and a lot of personal touches that people yeah. look for. It's not just a room, a taxi and a hotel. It's, yeah. that, it's that, that interaction you have with a Bahamian that makes the vacation special. And so how to, how to do that safely and to assure our foreign visitors come, that come here that it's going to be safe. So we're, you know, all of the hotels are involved in, in crafting a strategy. All of our ports are involved in crafting a strategy. They're talking to the airlines. They're talking to the cruise ships. All of them are, are, are um, trying to come up with a, with, a, with a program and a process mm -hmm. um, to, to, to allow this to flow smoothly and for people to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, when the time is to pull the trigger. And, you know, um, tomorrow we actually have Vicky Fried on, who's the uh, Senior Vice President of Sales for Royal Caribbean International for, for one of our live interviews at, uh, at uh, 1.30, if anybody wants to tune in <laughs> and watch that. Um, and and I, I, I actually checked today, just as part of my daily uh, process, the, um, 
the stock value, the share value on, on Royal Caribbean had a bit of a, a, a bit of a bump today. Uh, they also submitted a patent I saw for um, for their own uh, face mask that'll be specific for 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 them as a cruise line and patented for that. So there's a lot of talk about how the cruise line industry will be impacted from um, from you know the unfortunate press they received with the uh, the ships that were um, quarantined and so on. And I, I don't know, um, but I'm assuming the number of cruise passenger arrivals in the Bahamas is a, is a staggering number. Um, yes, la yeah. Last year, um, 2019 was a, was a record year. We had um, 5.4 million two, um, cruise passengers come to our country. Um, we are a very large cruise destination, um, primarily because of our geography, where we're wonderfully situated. Uh, next to the uh, um, the three busiest cruise ports in the world, which is Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Canaveral, and um, uh, and then we have a diversity of product. You can come to Nassau or Freeport, or to go to go to the islands, um, and so it's 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 a wonderful setup for the cruise cruise companies, and we're very. Um, um, you know, excited about it coming back because we think we'll be one of the first um, first countries uh, to enjoy the cruise industry or to benefit from the cruise industry, just given our proximity. Um, it's it's showing I'm frozen on the screen here, but I'm assuming that I'm still being as being being broadcast with audio. So uh, we'll just continue yeah. on. Um, so so I guess then from. From an overall perspective, the cruise the cruise piece is a big chunk of the business. Do you think? Do you have any thoughts on how that might be dealt with with arrivals when they disembark in the ports? Well, I think the cruise ships will 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 address this issue. I, I I'm almost certain that they'll have to do some sort of testing for people uh, before they get on the cruise ship, and uh, once they get on the cruise ship, um, um, you know. Uh, they, they will feel relatively safe and then we'll figure out, okay, when they come to a destination like Nassau, I'm sure we'll have our checks as they come ashore. We'll ask them to exercise social distancing, washing hands frequently, um, you know, as they move about Nassau, um, just to ensure that uh, they remain safe. Yeah. And then they'll get back on their cruise ship and, 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 and go on their merry way. I think when people start cruising again, though, that they will probably take advantage of the three-day cruise or the short cruise, mm -hmm. um, um, because, you know, they'll probably want to try it out. Let me see what it's like, first and foremost, um, before I start. And that bodes well for the Bahamas, because we're ideally set up for that. Come out of Miami, you go to one of the private islands that the cruise companies own in the Bahamas, mm -hmm. you come to Nassau or Freeport, and then you go back to Miami. And so, you, you know, there are two major fears that every cruise passenger has as a result of this COVID-19. First, you're going to get infected when you're on the ship. Yeah. So the cruise ships are going to have to, to mitigate that. And the second thing is, if if someone shows symptoms that you're going to get trapped on the ship, because no destination is going to let you off. Mm -hmm. Now, the beautiful thing about a three-day cruise is you can probably get on and off. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it certainly mitigate the, the, the second fear, which I mentioned, was the fact that you get trapped on the ship. So three-day cruise. So, so um, the, the Bahamas is really positioned quite well then as it relates to your emergence strategy, I suppose, because of proximity and the diversity of the product. Yeah, I, I think that we, we, we are, we're, we're, 
Yeah, and that's why we've done so well in the cruise industry. And that's why we do well in the stopover industry as well. I mean, if you're coming on a vacation in the Bahamas, you would say, oh, well, I've been to Nassau and maybe I've, I've stayed at one of the big resorts or it's just a little too dense for me. It's just too many people and I don't want to take that risk. Well, the Bahamas has a myriad of products mm -hmm. that can get you into uh, our family of islands, our other islands. Yeah. And, um, you know, it can it can uh, uh, you can have a, a wonderful uh, destination on a relatively um, sparsely populated island with first class facilities. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think we have an incredible product that depending on what you want. Yeah. I, I always say there's no reason for you to travel to any other destination in the Caribbean because we have whatever you're looking for. <laughs> you can go to Nassau, that's your big city with your casinos and your large hotels yeah. and all of that. Or you can go to Eleuthera or Andros or, 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 or you know, um, uh, some of the other that's islands it. in the Bahamas, Zuma and Grand Bahama and just be the only person on the beach. That is uh, that is sp <laughs> spoken like a true Bahamian. You just you absolutely solidified your role as Minister of Tourism. Um, so I, I just want to give a shout out because uh, lastly, that we talk about agents, your tourism team around uh, around the world. You got Paul in Toronto, uh, our our good friend Stephen Johnson now, who's down in Grand Bahama, and all the other representatives that you've got around the world. Uh, they, they're doing a great job, I think, uh, of doing their best to keep people informed and engaged. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? You must be I proud. have a, I have an incredible team. Um, I, I look at myself as sort of chairman of the board. Uh, my director general is Joy Gibralou, who's kind of my CEO. And then she has all of her team below her. First class, motivated, bright, intelligent, know the market, yep. well-connected. Um, they really uh, um, are on top of this, shocked as I am at where we are right now. Um, but, you know, certainly working their connections and keeping their contacts informed and up to date. And as we emerge on the other side of this, uh, I think we'll be well positioned to to step back up and um, and, and, and begin to uh, attract foreign visitors back to our country. Well our country is relying on us. It's yep. relying on them. Yep. If they don't do their job, our economy can't bounce back. Yep. So we're all, you know, feeling the pressure, uh, understanding the, uh, the, 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 the goal. Mm -hmm. And we're all, as we say, fired up and ready to go uh, when the time comes to um, uh, um, um, for tourism to start all over again. I think the world will have changed. I think the world will have changed. It'll be a completely different uh, uh, ball game. Yeah. And uh, certainly as we come out of this initially, everybody's going to be somewhat cautious. Yeah. Uh, uh, until this becomes hopefully a a long forgotten memory um, yeah. uh, time passes, yeah. but right now it's be a you know, it's a whole it's a whole different ball game than what we what we had pre-COVID-19. Yeah, I, I don't think there's anybody who's who's convinced me of an outcome at this point. So lastly, if you just want uh, the opportunity, I'm frozen on screen, but everybody can hear me still. So, and I have this blank look on my face in the, in the frozen image, so it's, it's not that becoming. But uh, if, if there's anything you just want to say or, or give a message to all of the, the travel advisors and agents that have that have supported uh, the Bahamas for, for years, I think, I think, Air Canada, I think, has been flying to the Bahamas for 75 years or some crazy number. One of your first uh, partners. Anything you want to say to to the agents in North America, around the world? Um, you know, 
the Bahamas is still as beautiful and as wonderful as you remember it. Uh, we have an incredible product. Uh, we have a wonderful people. And I think that, um, you know, when we get on the other side of this very stressful situation, a wonderful vacation uh, to the islands of the Bahamas will, should be uh, <laughs> one of the things that you consider almost immediately. Um, we are uh, very close to Canada, very close to the United States, two or three hours and you're here. I think three hours nonstop direct from Toronto. You're in Nassau, um, English speaking on the same time zone, beautiful weather year round. Um, I, I know you've been having dreary and wet and gray weather in Canada. And so that's probably gotten you a bit down. And so coming to the, uh, to the Bahamas with its, 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 its exuberant colors and uh, um, um, uh, just its, its, its crystal clear waters and its, its beautiful beaches um, will definitely be something I'm sure a lot of, uh, of, of the traveling public will be looking forward to um, as they come on the other side of this. And, uh, you know, and we, we need you to come. Uh, we, we, the, the country is depending on, on, on foreign visitors to come. And uh, uh, we uh, invite you with wide and open arms. Ah, well said. With that, uh, hopefully next time I, I see you, I'll have a cold click in my hand and uh, absolutely enjoy yes. some time together. Yeah. okay thank you very much minister we know you got a busy afternoon we appreciate the time with us this afternoon and uh thanks very much for tuning in everybody i'm sorry that i have that blank look on my face with that frozen screen but i'm still smiling in the background here and, and please like us on facebook and if you get the opportunity join our private facebook group minister thank you very much have a great afternoon we appreciate the time thank you thank you so much john okay have a good day okay good afternoon